This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello there and welcome back to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How you doing, man? Good, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Today we wanted to touch on the subject, do you need an Italian lawyer, an attorney, to be able to help you when purchasing a property in Italy? Is this necessary? Does it help? How does it help? What are the differences by working with an Italian attorney than without working one? So Marco, as an Italian attorney, what can you say are some of the areas? Well, let's not even talk about that first. Does a person need an attorney when making a purchase in Italy? I know that in America, the role of an attorney is very important when it comes to real estate transactions. Uh, in Italy, it can be very important if there is a buyer that is not Italian. But the answer to your question is no. You don't necessarily need an attorney. Uh, would I recommend a foreign buyer to buy something in Italy, a property in Italy, without the assistance of an attorney? Probably not. So while it's not necessary, it could be very, very helpful and even advisable when somebody is not Italian, when somebody doesn't speak Italian. Yeah. And more importantly, when somebody cannot travel to Italy, during the process. In Italy, the purchase process can be very long and time-consuming. It tends to be on the longer end compared to the process in other countries. So if the person that is buying the property not only is from abroad, but also cannot really travel to Italy as much during the process, then an attorney might become really important in such a process. But why is an attorney so important when somebody uh, is from abroad and doesn't speak Italian? Well, like I said, the process of purchasing a property in Italy can be quite complex and involves a variety of steps that normally have to happen or that they normally happen uh, when purchasing a property, which means uh, you normally start by submitting a formal offer and especially if you're dealing with a real estate agent, such offer will be maybe provided by the seller's agent or by the buyer's agent. And it will include a variety of provisions uh, that have a certain validity or meaning under Italian law that it could be difficult to understand for um, somebody who is not Italian. Also, and more importantly, after the offer is accepted, you may want to enter into a preliminary agreement, which is normally an agreement that you sign uh, that sets the date of the closing. And in between the preliminary agreement and the closing, you will have the time to do your due diligence on the property, see if the property has any limitations, if there are liens on the property, if the seller is actually the owner of the property, if the property is compliant to the urban laws. So there are quite a few things that you might want to check between the preliminary agreement and the final contract. And because the Italian system is a very old system, uh, there's a lot of paperwork involved. You may want to contact the offices that hold maybe the um, city plans to see if everything is in compliance with the law. And you may 
hire other professionals like a, a geometra, which is almost the equivalent of a surveyor. But the thing is, if you don't reside in Italy, if you want your peace of mind, go with an Italian attorney. An attorney, of course, deals with real estate on a regular basis. But then I also mentioned that an attorney can be very helpful if you don't want to travel to Italy during the process. And there are several steps, like I just mentioned, in the purchase process. And the purchase process itself can also take several weeks in Italy. And if you have to obtain a mortgage, even more, we're talking about maybe a couple of months. So an attorney can physically sign the documents that are necessary for this process to move forward on your behalf based on a power of attorney. And you don't even have to travel to Italy to sign the power of attorney that allows your attorney basically to represent you during the process. You can sign it in America if you are from the US before a US public notary. Of course, you need to get it apostilled and translate it into Italian. The translation needs to be official in order, to, in order for the power of attorney to be recognized and be fully effective in Italy. But once you have given your attorney power of attorney, they can represent you in every step of the process, meaning that they will sign any papers in, in your name and on your behalf. Th they will be signing basically with, it, with their own name, but you are the one that gains all the rights based on what's written on the power of attorney. And of course, with the power of attorney, you can also specifically indicate what powers you are giving to your attorney uh, during the process. And just for a quick clarification, what sort of powers would it be possible for you to hand over to your attorney in Italy? Like, what can they take care of on your behalf? Normally, you would want your attorney to be able to take care of any matter related to the purchase of the property, but only with regard to that specific property. So normally, mm -hmm. you grant the power of attorney specifically to buy that property in your best interest. So, of course, the attorney has to proceed in your best interest. And what they normally have the power to do is they have the power to sign a formal offer, uh, to enter into a preliminary agreement on your behalf. And if everything looks good after the due diligence, they have the power to attend the closing, which is a very important final step of the process. Because in, in, in Italy, like I said, um, because there is a very old sales system in place um, with regard to the transfer of ownership rights, which was even regulated by the Roman law. So we're talking about like a system that is um, hundreds of years old. And because of that, the closing, so the final contract must be signed before an Italian public official, which is the uh, notary and the notary in Italy is a completely different role than the notary in the US. You know, in the US, you find notaries basically anywhere, even sometimes within the UPS store, for example. But in Italy, the notary is a lawyer, so it's somebody who has completed law school and he's somebody who attended additional years of school to become a public notary. And there is only a limited number of notaries per region. And the notary basically has the function of certifying the transaction. So not only they confirm the identity of the parties, the seller and the buyer, or the attorney that is present on behalf of the buyer, but also they make sure that the transaction is compliant 
with the law. And additionally, the purpose of an attorney is to basically register the transaction into their registries. So when you buy a property in Italy, the final deed will be registered in a special registry, which is held by the attorney uh, that certified the transaction. Now, with all that being said, there are other reasons why an attorney is crucial uh, when there is a foreign buyer, and um, that would be the language. So everything needs to happen in Italian. All the legal documents that you sign or that the attorney signs on your behalf will be in Italian by law, meaning that uh, they can't even be in English. Now, with all that being said, there is one more reason why you uh, would want to hire an Italian attorney, an English-speaking Italian attorney, to help you in the process. And that's because all the documents that you will have to sign or that your attorney will have to sign during this process are going to be in Italian by law. Now, if you were to go through the process by yourself, and if you were to attend the meeting, for example, the final meeting with the notary by yourself, if you don't speak Italian, you are required by law to be assisted by at least a translator that will translate the document that you're signing, so the final deed for you. So the sale cannot happen if you don't understand the content of the mm -hmm. document, which is normally read to you. And if you don't understand the language, it's read to you by a translator. But of course, if you hire an attorney, there's no need to have a translator, an attorney that has a power of attorney and that can sign the contract on your behalf. If the attorney speaks Italian, then there's no need for a translator. So there's no need to have you understand the content of the document that is being signed because it's, it's, it's sufficient for the attorney that signs the document on your behalf to understand it. That's interesting. So to be able to at least make sure that things can be handled. So and then, of course, having an Italian attorney, they can run through it with you properly, as long as they're an English speaker, of course, and help you. Uh, I can see how that could be a massive help going through the process, because as we've discussed in so many episodes, that the process does differ from a lot of other places in the world. There are a lot of extra steps. And even if you're if you've never bought property in Italy before, you've never lived in Italy before, you've, you don't speak Italian, you maybe don't understand certain cultural aspects of how things work or even how certain parts of the bureaucracy normally function in Italy. I can see how having a lawyer there to guide you through and walk with you, holding your hand through the process will help you to really feel a bit more calm and relaxed and to understand that, OK, oh, there's all these things happening that it's not out of the normal. It would actually be abnormal if things were running so quickly and so smoothly, maybe, just because there are so many steps in the process. And um, having to sign the, the preliminary agreement, then the contract and everything, just running through all the different processes that we've mentioned and talked about in previous episodes of this podcast. But what are some other areas where an Italian attorney can offer uh, some real bonuses, some real major uh, uh, expertise to their client that they may not have otherwise? Well, uh, like I said, the Italian system, uh, the judicial system, but like basically many of the laws that we have in Italy are very old. So the process or any process, any legal process in Italy can be overcomplicated for a 
foreign person because in other countries everything is easier in italy because the system is very old things tend to be more uh complex including the process of purchasing a property in italy but just for example one curiosity that, that i believe people find interesting is that when you go and buy a piece of property in italy uh, whether it's a land or a an apartment a house it's normally not identified with you know the street number and the street name and the city name so you're not buying the house located on you know x street number two normally that piece of property is identified in a very complex way um that is even difficult to explain in english how it's identified it's basically uh, it's a list of different uh areas that basically uh in which that property is located so if you look at the maps that are held by the different towns where the prop but that are held by the town where the property is located you will see that your property is identified by the town in its own way you know like particella numero uno due tre it's like something very complex for people to understand and they're like why isn't my property being identified in the easy way like the street number uh, the uh, street name and the city name it's just in Italy, everything works maybe in a little bit of a different way just because it's a very old system. So an attorney could be very helpful um, in general, but also like in this specific instance that I just uh, um, explained, an attorney will know exactly which property the town is referring to. For example, and this is a personal thing, I purchased a piece of land once to uh, build a house and the land which was square a square piece of land and the land on paper was actually composed of three different pieces each one was identified with a code so i was like am i buying like uh this was this was years ago a lot of years ago but am i buying like a square piece of land or or three pieces of land and the thing is it were three pieces of land that composed my piece of land that i was going to buy so uh, everything sometimes is like over probably complicated in Italy so maybe having an attorney by your side can be really helpful if you're not from Italy I and that's that's really interesting that it's one square of land one plot but it's divided it's subdivided legally that's really interesting that you personally had that situation when purchasing literally some property some land uh, to be able to build on and so just to kind of summarize just kind of everything that we've gone over so in reality, an Italian attorney, a lawyer, is not required for purchasing property in Italy, but it could be advisable, especially if you're unfamiliar with the system. Does that sound like kind of a fair roundup of what we've talked about so far? Yes, absolutely. So in theory, if you are a foreign buyer, you could contact the owner of the property if they speak some English or if you speak Italian, you could communicate with the real estate agent you could understand all the paperwork by yourself you could arrange a meeting with a notary and attend the meeting in person with a notary and you, you could complete the process entirely by yourself but if you are a foreign buyer because of the complexity of the process i would never advise to purchase a property without an italian lawyer well very interesting Thank you so much, Marco, for making yourself available. I think this is actually a great place to round up. And of course, if anybody is needing help with buying a property in Italy, 
maybe a square property divided up in three, just like your own, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italianrealestatelawyers.com or give us a call, the numbers on the website. Absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you're interested in more content like this about purchasing property in Italy, where maybe to think about buying property in Italy, renting and kind of these these aspects of potentially moving to Italy, be sure that you're subscribed to the YouTube channel as well as the audio only podcast. But of course, if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, then you are also automatically subscribed to the Italian Citizenship Podcast, where we talk about some of the legal aspects of being able to make a life in Italy and getting Italian citizenship by descent through 1948 case as well as through residency and many of the little intricate details along the way we've been having a lot of fun with that project and of course also if you're interested in more content about life abroad living abroad living abroad as an italian dual citizen expat be sure that you come over to my youtube channel youtube.com slash rafael di furia and i also have an audio only podcast called not your average globe trotter of course again thank you so much marco for making yourself available for this episode of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. I'm Rafael Di Furia. We've been here with Marco Permunian and stay safe and healthy. We will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.